0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real Podcast. Today's podcast is entitled The Assurance of God. I wanted to come in and just uh really be an encouragement to you on today. If I can be honest with you y'all, this past uh these past few days have been uh foggy. They've been a bit challenging and um I've really been interceding for my family. Uh on Friday, this past Friday, one of my cousins uh, was killed in in an accident, and um my heart just really uh goes out to uh my entire family uh nothing prepares you for death, nothing prepares you for situations that would transpire, and you know you often just kind of try to you know piece things together and try to uplift and encourage and you know um uh, it just makes you think that, you know, we can be here now and and in seconds, uh, minutes or even hours. And death is one of those things, no matter what, we'll never be prepared to digest. And it's one of those things we will all encounter. Like, it doesn't matter how much money we have or what our current status is or even the plans we've set. The goal was and is never to stay here in the flesh. That's one thing that we have to come into the realization of is that we will leave here one day. And um, so we, we we can't we can't afford to to waste time, you know, and we can oftentimes forget the simplicity of living in moments. And and this is a moment in my life um, and in my family's life that we, we did not expect. If I could be honest with you, and I really hurt for my family and I rest in knowing that he's in a better place and that he was saved and that he knew God. And so I wanted to discuss today about the assurance of God and and and. Not just having insurance because you want to make sure that what is left behind your family is covered or, you know, things are taken care of and, and all of those different things. But I want us to be reminded of having uh, assurance in God and the, the word assurance is A-S-S-U-R-A-N-C-E. And it's defined as a positive declaration intended to give confidence or intended to give a promise. And that's what God is to us. That's one of the things that I need you to understand without a shot of a doubt or regardless to what you have faced or whatever you have encountered. God has always been available. He's always been present. He's always um, given us the assurance that he will supply all of our needs. He will be what we need when we least expect it. And he will cover the cost when we don't have it. He's he's everything that we're not. Where where there's a negative, he is the positive. And we have to make sure that we remind ourselves even in that. And one of the things that um, that I was excited uh, about, you know, on this week now, this past weekend, like I was telling you, we had all of these different things that was going on and my emotions were all over the place. I had a migraine. It seems like I just couldn't literally literally function properly. And it seems like the more I tried, you know, even the, the, to listen to the phone ring, it hurt, it hurt my head so bad. And I was like, God, if can you just please, just please, please take it. And so I started decreeing and I started praying over my life and I started praying over my family's life. And I just started to thank God for life period. I understood that I had the migraine but all at the same time I was still breathing I was still moving I still had the activities of my limb I still was able to function I was still able to encourage my family even in the midst of me being broken and hurt and having the, to 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 deal with the loss as well but still trying to make sure that everybody else was good making sure that everybody was okay and sometimes even in that even in moments where you, you, you have you know you've, you've given out so much to so many different people you've have to have a relationship with God that whenever you have given out, He replenishes you can never be in a state or in a place where you are always the giver, and you never take the opportunity to allow God to speak back into you to allow God to allow people to give you what you need and sometimes in my life it's often hard to it's often hard to do that because I am such an encourager, and I'm not saying that that I'm so big that nobody can encourage me, but when you are the person that does that. It just sometimes I'll turn it because I want to know how can I help you? I want to know how can I be what you need? I want to know all of these different things. So I sometimes have to sit in moments and I have to allow God to minister and God to replenish back into me from people. Sometimes it's from people that I know and sometimes it's from people that I don't know. But God knows that's what that's what having an assurance in God is all about. So I wrote an inspiration on today um, about the assurance of God and how important it is. And um, it's amazing how, you know, we can seek God for one thing or we can seek him for a plethora of things or we can discuss with him or fast and pray about some things. And in that same breath, he gives confirmation about what concerns us. But see, it's hard for us to actually receive that and be impartation of that when um, we haven't allowed ourselves to see past what we've asked God for. Because even in the midst of us talking to him and even in the midst of us asking and seeking him from things, he's oftentimes have placed the answer right before us. But sometimes in us receiving that answer, it's requiring that we be patient. It's requiring that we be uncomfortable. It's requiring that we get outside of our comfort zone. Those things are requiring something bigger of us. But when you have the assurance in God it makes it so much easier to be uncomfortable, but yet comfortable in the arms of God. Yesterday morning, I um, I was seeking God about um, something in particular. And as I was preparing to send out the inspirations that day, um, I sent out the inspirations and at the subject of the the inspiration there was some there was another message and the weird part is that i never copied what was in the subject line and i just sent it sent it out to my aunts and um my nieces and uh my brother and you know i i sent it out to a federal you know group of people and so i said oh my goodness At the top of this, you know, it it didn't (laughs) it didn't say inspiration. It had this whole different message. And in the process of me. um, In the process of me apologizing to them, my aunts, um, they chimed in via text message. And they became my encouragement in that moment. I'm trying my best not to cry because <laughs> some of y'all be saying be laughing at me because I be, <laughs> I be crying. But. It was just the moment that God reminded me, because let me explain something to you. What I put in the inspiration was something that I was seeking God for. It was in the message, but I didn't copy it. I don't know how it got there, but it got there. And. Because I sent an image. But what I asked God for was something that I had prayed for that morning. Nobody knew about that conversation that I had with God. Except for me and God. So when they chimed in and began to encourage me in that moment. I was reminded that the move of God is swiftly. If I trust him and if I put my assurance in him, I am telling y'all, we serve an amazing God that he can be, he can be handling situations where you are and taking care of me where I am. That's just the kind of God that we serve. And I kept, I kept reading the the text messages and they were steadily encouraging me. And And, and, and these are my aunties that don't hardly even deal with the phone that much. <laughs> but God used them in a moment. To remind me that he was listening to me that he heard my concerns that he heard my my desires that he heard my heart so sometimes even in the midst of you riding in your car and you're talking to God and you're having a conversation with him about where you are and the things that you're asking and you're seeking him for and the desires that you have and you may feel like you're just mumbling and that he's not listening. He'll send a reminder if you be watchful and then if you allow yourself to 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 receive from places that you never expect him to send confirmations to. I'm believing God for some big things in my life. Some huge things. And I'm believing that he can do it. I'm believing that he can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I can ask or even think. And it's in the reminders where I find comfort and I find peace. That my conversation and my ride down the highway was heard by him. So I thank God for my aunties and them being obedient and them encouraging me, even in moments that I never knew I needed. They reminded me. They reminded me. I'm sending an inspiration to them. yet they encouraged me. See, God has a way of assuring us that he's in our midst. He's not cutting corners. And what may seem to be a delay is really his timing. So why do we worry? Why, Why do we focus on the delayed reactions and why do we allow what we don't see to fog up our vision of what God has already shown us? Why not we embrace the journey that we're currently in until God shift us to the place that we've seek, we've been seeking and asking him for because what we don't ever want to do and what you don't ever want to do. Is be so bottled up and wanting the thing that you're asking God for that you miss out on the journey that got you there. I think that the, the focus of the delays and the worry, and I think it's oftentimes there because of the ways of this world. Like wanting things quickly. overnight success and you can make six figures if you do this and join the three-day process of this and if you do this and this will happen and you know it's a it's a process when it comes to God and sometimes it's sometimes you don't realize that you do it And and I'm talking about all of us, but sometimes we can get so focused on what's happening in the world that we forget that God doesn't operate by this worldly system. (laughs) He's bigger than this world. He's bigger than the system that has been created. He functions in his own time. He does what he wanna do. And there have been so many times that I've, I've condensed God down to, to, to the very minimal. Why? Because I didn't believe that he can do the impossible in my life until he started to do the impossible. I'm praying that everything that you have written on a card, Or on a vision board. Or in your notes. Or the things that you think about in your head that you haven't written down yet. I'm speaking. And I'm declaring and I'm decreeing it over your life. And you shall walk in it. You gotta trust God even in seasons where it seems like your world is falling apart. Because he's consistent at being himself the world will tell you how to get things done quickly it can easily set us up to rush a God given process but God process is never <laughs> in alignment or or, or or parallel to this world can't be compared this makes me think about the woman with the issue of blood like she could not receive healing until her faith was activated but she had spent out so much money in the beginning she had been isolated so much in the beginning she had taken so much in the beginning she was losing things. Dealing with the world system. She kept going back and forth to the doctors until she knew she didn't have any more money to go back to figure out what was wrong with her. This woman bled. She was considered to be unclean. But she could not receive healing until her faith was activated. She heard that Jesus was passing by. So she thought in her mind, one or two things can happen. I can die with this issue. Or I can take a chance at Jesus. Her discomfort didn't matter. It's something how we... We have no other choice but to wait on God, even if the situation is uncomfortable. Because guess what? Your discomfort can sometimes be the place God wants you. Your discomfort can sometimes be the place that God ordained. Your discomfort can sometimes be the place that God really wants to meet with you. It's the place that he can get the glory out of a situation that seems to be impossible and that has been impossible by man. I'm praying that God will teach, teach. us how to trust the process. I'm praying that he'll teach us how to still be productive while we wait. And I'm not sure what you're seeking God for. But trust me, the answer is either already before you or it's on the way. So, God, help us in the waiting room. Help us as we wait for the things that we're seeking you for. God, teach us how to enjoy the journey. Teach us how to enjoy the journey, God. Teach us, God. Teach us how to enjoy the journey. Teach us how to enjoy the journey, God. He has us waiting until we are grateful for the place that we are currently in. The scripture says in Psalms 119, 89 uh, through 92, it says. "Mm. Your eternal word, O Lord, stands firm in heaven. Listen at this. I want you to hear this good. In Psalms 119, starting with verse 89. Your eternal word, O Lord, stands firm in heaven. Your faithfulness extends to every generation. As enduring as the earth you created. Your regulations remain true to this day. For everything serves your plans. If your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy. I would have died in my misery. That's what the enemy wants us to do. Is to die in our misery. He wants us to die in worry. He wants us to die. In. In. In in not having hope. He wants us to. He wants us to really disconnect ourselves from God. So when God doesn't answer a, a prayer of ours, he's quick to tell us, oh, but that's your God. Oh, but he's supposed to be this and he's supposed to be that. But I'm telling you, I'm not saying that th- you won't have moments where some things that you're seeking and asking God for. They would not feel like, oh, my goodness, when is it going to happen or when is it going to come? But i need you to start to trust that God knows what is best for my life and your life. He's he's he he ain't messed this thing up. As chaotic as this world is right now. God is still God. And he has not changed his mind about you. But see, the world would want you to forget that. The world will want you to say, woe is me. The world will want you to say, why won't I just fold? The world will want you to say, why not just do what everybody else is doing? The world will want you to say that. Let me just be with the crowd of of people that are doing the most popular thing. But do we live by the world system if we are believers of Christ? No, we seek God for every single thing. And I'm not just telling you this, honey, I'm I'm talking to me too. Because I have to remind me of what God said. Every day is not a day that is like, oh, uh, no, it's not always like that. And I have to be reminded that I am the righteousness of God, that I am the head and not the tail, that I was created in God's image. Oh, I belong to Him, I'm His child. Honey, how how could I not have the best? No, I'm not deserving of the things that he gives me. But by his grace and his mercies, he yet still chooses to use me. He still considers me as his own. Honey, you better understand who you are in God. I came to encourage you that if you don't have anything else you need to have assurance in God that he has never failed he is consistent and you can trust what he says. that's that's all I have y'all that's all I have is my assurance. That God, you know what's best for me. It's not about what's happening around me. It's not about what's happening around you. I don't know if you haven't watched the news lately, but these numbers are going up. And, and and I need you to I need you to look at something I I'm not trying to scare anybody or make anybody fearful or anything like that but I really want you to see something around this time last year there were some people that were so strict things were so strict with this virus when when they found out what was happening in the world and you know trying to figure out a uh, you know, a, a vaccine and all of these different things were happening and it was just talking and, you know, uh, businesses, you couldn't come in without them, you know, without having a mask on and all of these different things. I just want you to hear something, OK? The The, the very thing that was so that a lot of people, uh, me too, that all of us were so afraid of. Because you don't want to get it because you don't know you, 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 you're hearing about folks. Dying and things happening and people all of these different things transpiring, and you don't want to catch it, you don't want to get it, so you're extra cautious, you're very careful, but now that they have something to combat the 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 symptoms, now it's like it's 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 still there but 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 the safety. To extra precautions. You, you, you lose it. You're missing out on it. It reminds me. Of when we hear that. There's one, one day. The sky is going to crack. One day we all are going to leave. One day we're all not gonna be here. It's not gonna be the same. So you hear that and then you make changes for a moment. And then when you get comfortable in knowing that it's gonna happen, but it just ain't happen at your house, then it's like the precaution is not always as, 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 as there. When we should still have a repentant heart. When we should still talk to God. When we should still make sure that our relationship is is clear. In a a good place with God. Because we don't know. Nobody knows their expiration date. Nobody knows when they're going to leave here. The doctor can say, I give you three to four whatever, you know, months. He still don't know. Because we serve a God. He's the only one that knows. So if I'm not aware of when he's going to come back, if I'm not aware, then why not allow myself to? Listen, I ain't just talking to you. I'm talking to me, too. Because the goal is to see his face, y'all. The goal is to worship him every single day. The goal is to acknowledge who he is every day. The goal is to worship him every day. Hey, my God. The goal is to see him. Timberman sings this song called I Can Only Imagine. <sighs> I can only imagine what it would be like. Like you don't know what you would do. I wanted to encourage you that no matter what you do in your life as much as you want to pay for the insurance will you get help benefits Vision and dental. Make sure you have assurance in God. He takes care. Of us. He does such an amazing job. With taking care of us. He's such an amazing father. He's such a good father. And yes he chastised me. He gets me together. <laughs> Go back and fix that. Go back and get that right. Yeah, you got to forgive. Didn't I forgive you? Now you know you shouldn't have handled it that way. So how do you feel about yourself after you left that conversation? Like this is the com- This is how God talks to me. But I'm in relationship with him. So we call her back and forth. He's my friend. He is my friend. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in the car, especially driving back home. And it's just me and him. And I expressed to him how I I can open my heart to him. It's not always good, but I tell him what hurts me. I tell him what areas I need fixing. I tell him the places that I'm broken in, and I ask him for forgiveness. God, I didn't know this. God, I could have did better at this, and I, I was wrong. God, please forgive me. It keeps the communication open. It's kind of hard to have a relationship with somebody that you don't talk to. I just want you to have assurance in knowing That God is who he say he is. And he is consistent. At being himself. He's consistent at being himself. So no matter what you're facing. Or what you are dealing with. Or what you have encountered. There's assurance in God. there's assurance in guy.